We're going to review now. This is a Chazara. The Shir Shabbos Pashis, Shabbos Kurdish Pashis Shlach. This past Shabbos, we were continuing the upsetting but very, very important discussion of the difficult, the difficult and painful separation between the Nisham and the Guf that takes place at the time when the person leaves the world at 120, which Chazal called Chibut HaKever, the upheaval and the turmoil of the grave, the tearing apart the Nisira of the Nishama from the Guf, for that person who lived his entire life <coughs> as Be'etzim HaGuf, completely invested in, entrenched and embedded in physical life, that person, upon upon death, when the goof is taken away from him, is shocked at the emptiness, and at the loneliness of, of a world that he's completely unfamiliar with. And as Rav Schwartz, as we ended the previous Shabbos, Mahalaischa, Misa, death, is that mitzvah of the separation between the neshama and the guf. Rishoyim, I feel b'chayim kuyim hasen. And Chazal tell us that there are people who, even when they're alive, for all practical purposes, they're not alive. Since life is defined by the neshama, to that degree and to the extent that a person is be'etzim in the shama, and the guf is a lavush, the guf is a garment, the body is worn as a garment that's put on and that's taken off. To that extent that a person lives that way as a neshama, be'etzim in the shama, that's melubish in the guf, then death is as gentle as pulling a strand of hair out of milk. But upon death and the emptiness of living a life while being dead comes as a result of the person who invests his entire existence into the goof. The goof itself is not the source of life. The goof itself, without the neshama, has no life. We continue on page I in Tess. Matzev Doireinu. The Matzev of our generation. The overall Matzev of the generation. Matzev Doireinu Haroduf Kuloi Achri HaChaymer. Of course, each generation, each Tkufa has its own Nisyainas. There's never before been, there's never before in our history been, to a large extent, such physical comfort. The Chayzer from Lublin said, that while it's still night, at the end of the night of Golis, the Shekhinah will rise up, and will give her children to eat, that's us. 
in the past, our parents, our grandparents, didn't know what they were going to have to eat. Again, there are, unfortunately, there are even in the world that still have that fear. But to a large extent, the generation, certainly the non-Jewish world that we're surrounded by, has a huge influence upon us, but we know how to do that ourselves also. The master of the generation is Rodov Kulay Achrei Achaymen. It's completely, completely committed to the world of Chaymer, to the world of the Gulf of Chumriyas. And therefore, the Matzav, the Metzius of the generation is like a person who's, God forbid, terminally ill. More than terminally ill, a Goises is a person who lo'aleinu is those last few minutes, the last few minutes, the person has already lost his color, and the breathing is labored, and he's not able to collect his thoughts. The generation is in a state of gesisa. Ein kemat chiyas hayoyim. There's very, very little chiyas. Ein kemat chiyas hayoyim. There's very little chiyas. Remember. That chiyas is defined by attachment to the neshama, living, breathing, the life of the neshama. The generation that is so committed and entrapped in chumiyas is kemat kemat, without any chiyas. It's almost, God forbid, like a geisays. And this is something that it's well known from the gra, the vilna when the Vilna Gaon spoke about the spoke about the change that took place in Klayisel after the time of the Churban Beis Hamikdash, from the time of the first Churban till our time, until finally in our time, the way that the Gerard described the generation, Tzapachet, the way the Gaon spoke about the Ikris of the Mashiach at the end, like the Akev that came out, the heel of a person hardly feels any pain. It's so it's so detached from the source of life, the heel of a person, Kemat, doesn't feel any pain. We once spoke about that on the Shabbos in Alter Rebbe, that it's a nice, it's a miracle if in this generation, which is the Akiv, which is the unfeeling heel, that the generation should be able to feel something of the Rabbani Shalom itself as that the Akiv should hear, that the Akiv should feel. But the Goyen said, already in his time, that it was way past the time of death. <clears throat> the generation of the Ikhfus of the Mashiach is already holding by a place where the flesh has already completely, completely disintegrated, has, has gone, and we're left with bones, and the bones themselves are so, have so disintegrated that they've turned to ash and all the way to, to dust, and all that we're left with is the tiny, tiny little trace of that's called the kusta dechius and the swan, the tiny, tiny little trace of life, that epis, a little bit of life that's left. That from that Hakadosh Baruch who's going to bring us all back to life, and all of the mesim are going to be brought back to life. That's how the Gain saw the generation at the end of time. Ein kimat chiusayin. Because remember, that's what Misa is. Misa means a guf without a neshama. Or even when you're alive, 
means that your whole life is a life of chaymer, with the understand with the belief that there's a neshama inside of me, but not any kind <coughs> of a deep attachment to the neshama. Chaymer, right? Chaymer. A person has chaymer. He has things. He wants more things, more and more things. Oid va oid chaymer, more and more chaymer. The like case, or the like without any end, without ever being satisfied. Yesh pirsumim, all the advertisements. Yesh maidois, and all the media, the advertisements. The other nigrar la oid va oid and being pulled to more and more and more, to want more, to have more of the Olam HaGuf, and the Olam HaGashmi. Again, no one's suggesting, it's certainly not the way that Sadiq, we're not talking about fasting or depriving oneself of suffering, Chas It's the way that a person looks at life, and the way that a person sees his life. The question always is, are you a Be'etzim, are you a Neshama, that's wearing a garment that's called a Guf? That means that if something doesn't work out in the Ilam Agashmi, it doesn't work out in the Ilam Agashmi. Because the ikr of your life is the Ilam HaNeshama. Or you like that person we were talking about, Le'er Shabbos. The person, each person that has his, remember we were talking about his boombox, his radio. Or the guy, the Tamachachim that was holding on to his beer. And that when his wife forgot the beer, he became ice men, she was destroyed. It's very little difference from the from the fellow in the train and the subway. They were taking away his radio. He threatened, you know, he, he, if you take away my, I'd rather die. Don't take away my radio. And the generation of the end of time has become entrapped in this way of thinking, this way of living. That at some amaguf with an ashama. So yesh pesumim v'yesh madalas v'adam nigra la'oid va'oid varm who oivayd b'shvilik nice. He works, he works so hard. And why is he working? He's working so that he should have money in order to buy things. And he's kainer, what is he buying? He's buying that he should have, he has to be able to buy food. And then he's eating so much food that he has to now be able to afford the doctor to help him because of all that he eats and that he's not healthy. And since he's not feeling well, he has to have additional time off from work. And because he has additional time off from work, he's making less money. So he has more daigus of panasa. And because he's, and then he has to work more to make up for it, and he's so nervous, he has to take longer vacation. And the longer vacations cost a lot of money. So then he has to walk, he has to work more in order to be able to afford the longer vacations where he's going to eat special food that's going to cause him to have more heartburn than usual. And he's going to have to go back to the doctor. Chargadia. And the whole life is rod is of Afar Chaimah. Is rod of a person, Imamish is pursued. Is rod of, is a nirdav. Achar Chaimer. Matzev Kizer. This Matzev, to live in this Matzev is a living death. Even though the guy will tell you, this is great. I've never had a better life. Is, life has been treating me so well. I've never had a better. I really have a terrific life. I have anything that a person could, uh, could ever want. What else could a person want? But that Mitzias is a Mitzias, which is a Matzev. Shal Mace. It's a massive Mace. But, you know, the, the Pisetzna, the Ish Kaidish, long time ago, long time ago we learned, we learned the Tzavazirus, the Rebbe's, if it's a correct way to call it, but the Rebbe's diary, it's some sort of a diary, some of the Pisetzna, that 
have been translated into English. We learned together with the Nemach Shavatoy that Tzadzir is Nahaflik, it things that a Tzadik opens up his heart to let to let uh, strangers in, to let small people into the heart of a Tzadik. And um, there's a piece here again that was translated into English that's called When Meaning in Life is Lost. And I was thinking about this after Shabbos. I didn't mention it on Shabbos, I was thinking about this. There was a time, there was a time that many, many Yidin were losing their livelihoods. It was terrible. 1926 to 1928, that Kufa in Poland, where after the Muhammad, the it was very bad. And uh, many, many Jews were committing suicide, low lane. So in the Rebbe's, in the Rebbe's Ksavim, he wrote the following. He wrote, don't mourn only for those who kill themselves. Of course, everybody was very broken about the Jews that were killing themselves. But the Rebbe says, don't mourn only for those who kill themselves. Mourn even more for those who kill their lives. Those are the two types of Mason. Don't mourn only for those who kill themselves, mourn even more for those who kill their lives. People are bemoaning the cheapness of life and those who have committed suicide. I, though, worry even more for the living. He has not killed himself, nevertheless he is dead. Listen to the words. The living, he says, I'm worried about the living. There are those who have ended their lives. But the Rebbe says, I, though, worry even more for the living. He has not killed himself, nevertheless he is dead. Life has become so meaningless to him that living and dying are the same. Until now, for a Jew to flaunt God's laws, he'd first have to renounce his faith in ultimate judgment. But now I see believing Jews who still are living, who are still living wanton lives. This is only because their self-esteem is so eroded and destroyed that life, death, heaven, and hell have all become meaningless. Who is it all for anyway? for a self that seems too worthless and insignificant to make any effort? Apathy. Apathy for everything, even for one's very being. This is the way the Rebbe saw that Lebedeke basic forest that we were told in last Shabbos. A cemetery filled with living people. A, a living cemetery. A person who's breathing. A person who might be financially successful. A person who might have a nice family and have but appears to be everything going for him. And he's a mace. Nevertheless, he's not alive. He's not living a life that's alive. The Matzev Hazer, Rashwaz continues, In this Matzev, All of us need, like the Vilna Gaon said, what we're waiting for now is Tchiyas HaMesim. Except it's not enough to wait. We can't just wait. The, the, the difference between ourselves who are still alive and a person who is physically dead is that a person who is physically dead can't do anything about his matzav. The matzav that he is in is beyond his control. Many times over the years I've mentioned here in Shul how the Kotzka said that the Shalom, you know that I have the ability to bring the dead back to life, but I much rather bring the living back to life. And the tachlis of our lives is to bring the living back to life we're physically, we're physically alive. And thank God we're functioning physically. The heart's beating and we're breathing. We're alive. But we're learning that the real definition of life is chai ha is the neshama that's melubish beguf, to live and to breathe 
the neshama. And therefore, the advantage that we have, of course, is that as long as we're alive, Hashem, as long as we're alive, we can bring the living back to life. As far as those who have mamish died, who have physically died, they're waiting for Tchiyas Anaisim. They're, they're waiting for Tchiyas Anaisim. Can you imagine? They're dependent upon our, our saying Kaddish, and our Mitzvah Samasim Taifim, and our Mishnayis, to have a Chiyas from what we do here in this world. So even the Chiyas of the other world is somehow connected to this world. But as far as the Mason themselves, those who have actually died, they're helpless. Those of us are alive, Hashem, we're alive, and thank God we have our kaiches. I told the Maisif a few years ago, I'm not going to go to the Pratim of the Maisif. There's a Maisif from the Rebbe of Geshen Hanuch, from Radzin. Of Geshen Hanuch, as you know, he's famously called the Tchelis, that he was Mechadish, the Indian of the Tchelis. Of Geshen Hanuch, like, you know, like many things, that wasn't the Iker of Geshen Hanuch, just like the people who asked him the morale, they heard of the Gailam. But the morale... Any of the Gailam of the Maral was, was not even a little Pasuk in who the Maral was, even though I believe the uh, Shleim in the Gailam. <coughs> my, father, my father used to refer to me sometimes as a Gailam myself. So I certainly believe in, in Gailams. But the Maral, who was the Maral? Who was the Maral? So same thing, the Rabbi Abgesh and Hanach, the Tchelis was a Nakuda in the life of Abgesh and Hanach of Zina. Abgesh and Hanach of Zina, Said Yisharim, Goyin Kaddish, what he wrote on Taharis, and what he wrote in Halach, it was a Goyin Oilam Kaddish Alien. He was also from the sharpest, sharpest Sadiqim in Poland. And Poland was a place that was inhabited by sharp Jews. And among the sharp Sadiqim of Poland, they were all afraid of the Rebbe of Geshen Hanach. Rebbe Geshen Hanach was the son of the Beis Yaakov, of Yaakov Ishbitzer, who was much gentler and softer, wasn't a stormy person. He was the grandson of Geshe Hanach, was the grandson of the Meshilach, who was also the Meshilach, was also an Eshlahav. The Beisakiv in between softened things a bit, but then it came back to Geshe Hanach, was very, very strong. Whoever, le- whoever has learned this from Geshe Hanach knows. So the, so the Maisa that I, I, I'm not going to go into all the proper the Maisa, but the Maisa that, that, that many of you remember was that there was once, when he was a child of Geshe Hanach, uh, he, he did something that wasn't so respectful. There was a place to cross over to go into the lake to go swimming and uh, to table to go swimming in the summer and there was a little wooden cross bridge to walk where there was only room for one person to cross over at a time through ropes and there was an old there was an old Jew that was going very, very slowly holding on to both ropes, making his way down into the to the place there to go into the water. And the little boy, Geshen Hanach, was very annoyed. He was standing behind the old man. And uh, it, was taking, it was taking him a long time. So finally, uh, Geshen Hanach, uh, the boy, said, No! He, 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 to the old man. The old man turned around. He saw the Rebbe's son. He couldn't believe a chutzpah to, a chutzpah to, to say something like that to, uh, to an old person. Nowadays, that, 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 that already be, might be uh, the next. He could be a president if he talks like that. But... Uh, that back in those days, someone that someone that was a mechutzif wasn't a good it wasn't a good thing. So he said, chutzpah, how could you talk? And the old man said, Do you know who I am? And the kid wasn't impressed. He said, Do you know who I am? I'm an enikel from the Rebbe Elamelech. I'm a grandson from the Rebbe Elamelech. So the little boy Geshen Hanach said, No, you know who I am? He said, I'm the Rebbe's son. I'm the I'm the Rebbe's son. 
So he couldn't believe it. He says he could, the, the old man couldn't believe such a chutzpah. And afterwards, he went to the Rebbe. He went to the Vesyakov and he told him over the whole Maisa, chutzpah, the Rebbe's son, such a thing. And the Rebbe called him Geshe Hanach. And he gave him a good Mishaberich, a chutzpah. He talked to an older person that way. And then, what did you say that the end? What do you do? He says, Look, the, he told you, whatever that Yid's name is, Abiyankel told you that he's, that he's an Enikel from the Noim El And what did you answer? He said, I answered that I'm. I answered that I'm the rabbi's son, that I'm your son. So, so the Beis Yaakov turned the lights and he said, Do you know the Noim Elimelech? With the Noim Elimelech, and and the Beis Yaakov was quiet, and then he and then he went into the Devekis. He went into a place of Devekis for a minute or two, and then he started to cry and he screamed out, oh, the, hey, "You're right. The Noim Elimelech is no longer alive. and I'm alive." And if I'm alive, it means that I want, I want to be not just a Nanamel, I want to be a Rebbe Shim Bayuchai, and even greater than Rebbe Shim Bayuchai. Because Ikhlap Nok, the Nanamel is not here anymore. I'm alive, and as long as I, as long as I have a breath in me, I still hope to be greater than Rebbe Shim Bayuchai. That's what it means to bring the living, to bring the living back to life, to bring the living back to life. The Matsev Hazer, the Matsev Hazer, each and every one of us who are alive, we need to bring ourselves back to life. That's what this whole safe is about. How to bring ourselves back to life. And if we think that we're not dead, that means that it's, it's already very, very, very bad. It's very bad. We're learning this about the generation, what the Vilna Gaon said, that's what he's referring to. It's not a marshal. The Vilna Gaon didn't talk in such a way. And this is not a marshal, according to what we're learning, it's, not a, it's as if we're dead, the way people make speeches. It's as if we're like this, it's as if we're like that. It's not a marshal, it's as if we are. It's not a militza. It's not stamavart. It's it's our mitzvahs. The mitzvahs is a mitzvahs of Misa. When a person is a goof, when a person is a goof without a neshama, he's not living with the neshama, that's not the ikr of his life, the neshama, so then it's a mace. It's not a militia. He's a mace. The fact that he's able to, the fact that he's able to walk around and smile and tell jokes and, and, and play softball and, and racquetball, it's not a raya. It's just kind of raya. He's a mace. My What is The resurrection of the dead. The ultimate that's going to take place at the end of time. What does that mean? That means that the neshama tachsa bechazar laguf. It means the reunion of the neshama and the guf. The neshama will go back to the guf. So why would that be better? So why is that going to work better than it's worked now? Right now we have a neshama and the guf. It's not going so well. So what's the tachlis of Tchiyas and the neshama coming back to the guf? Shan neshama tachzeh v'chazar l'guf. B'shosh the mace, the time when a person dies, the neshama, the neshama leaves the body. 
What's going to be different than when the Neshama will come back for a second round, for a second Hakafa to the Guf? How is that different than the Metzius of the Neshama and the Guf right now, where we thank God we're healthy and we're alive? What's the difference? Lifnei Shuhumais, the Territ is as follows. Lifnei Shuhumais, Uziyas Atzmei Kaguf. Before the person died, Uziyas Atzmei Kaguf. Before the person actually died, he was living while dead, which means he identified himself completely kiguf as a physical being. That's how he saw himself. That's how he identified himself. Of course, he knows that he has neshama; otherwise, he wouldn't be alive. And he, and he uh, threw some. He threw some uh, little. Tidbits, some peanuts, some popcorn to the neshama. Here's a little bit of a shachris, a little bit of a mincha, a little bit of a shalshudas, a neila. He threw things over there to the neshama to try to give it a little bit what it needs, a little bit of what the neshama needs. But that's him. He identified himself as a guf. The kaven shleizias atzma iman neshama ba'efen muchlat. But since he did not identify himself. Since he did not identify himself as as a neshama, as a neshama, in a clear, in a clear, absolute way to live that, to make those choices of the neshama that the neshama makes, to live as a neshama b'seichaguf. Therefore, he chayavus lot says misham. Therefore, the neshama, eventually, each and every one of us, since all the Mauritian, the neshama has to leave the guf. There's a separation. Why? Because the Nishama knows that it's not its place. You could be a guest someplace for some time, you could stay somewhere. But if it's not your place at some point, at some point you have to leave. It's not your place. Therefore, for the Nishama, the goof, this goof, to what can this be compared? This could be compared to a person who rented a dira, who's renting a dira, an apartment, a place to live. Because, you know, he gets very comfortable there. And he feels, you know, he puts his feet up on the couch, and uh, he helps himself with the fridge. He feels very good in that place. He's got, he put his name on the door. He feels very good. But the truth of the matter is, the ace, the ka'ace, nigma chayza, the lease is finished. The olav lufnais is adir. He has to move out. He has to move out. He has to leave. Kshan neshama nimsis baguf. The neshama's life in the body. The neshama is never the balabas in this person's life. In this person's life, the guf is always the balabas. The neshama was an uncomfortable renter. The neshama was leasing from the guf. The neshama, during the during the 70, 80 years, whatever this person had in the world, during those years, this neshama had a relationship, had a relationship 
of of the one who is renting, who is leasing a place, but the balabas or the balabas is the goof. When the balabas says to sleep, I sleep. When the balabas says to eat, I eat. When the balabas says you're too tired to daven, I don't daven. When the balabas says to when I'm walking the street, the balabas says take a look, give a kick. What's walking over there? I I, I give a kick. I give I give a look. When the balabas says to me it's time to scream and yell. Because you, because your kid was just over one of the gimel chamurais of not brushing his teeth, of not of not of not combing his hair, and of not going to sleep on the gimel chamurais. So the balabas, the goof, tells me scream and yell and crush this child and to crush him and break him because he was over on the gimel chamurais. And the neshama, the neshama is nabach, the neshama is a seicha, the neshama is a seicha, the neshama is renting, the neshama is not a balabas. The goof is a balabas your whole life. The goof is a balabas. And the neshama is nabachasoicha. The neshama is just uh, is occupying some space over there, and therefore the neshama is nimsis beguf in this person's life. He In this person's life, the neshama feels like a soicha, schirus. It's not my place. This is not my place. So the tzaddik says to this to this neshama. Talk up, speak up for yourself. Right? You go to the side, the side yells at you, come on, speak up. Davening, learning. What are your priorities? What's the matter with you? Because the tzaddik yells at and then the neshama, I'm a soicha here, this guy. I'm not the balabas. A person who's, and the neshama, the teva is very idle. And the goof is a machutzev. Nigma Hazman, how does it work with schirus with renting? Nigma Hazman, this is what death is. Nigma Hazman, when the when the uh, when the when the uh, when, when the lease is finished, when the lease is finished, Nigma Hazman, then Higia Tarech That's it. The day has come. It's not like in, 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 in when it comes to the physical world, the world that we're living in. Even after the time to vacate, but the, you could, if you finagle and you and you stretch it out until they finally come, the police or whoever to kick you out of the apartment, it could be a long time. But that's not how it is. When it comes to when it comes to 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 living and dying, when it reaches that date, nigma hazman It's time to vacate. The lease is up. Chayavim lot says. And then there's a separation between the neshama and the guf. And the soicha, the neshama, leaves this guf. That's what, that's what happens in the life of a person whose entire existence is identifying himself with the guf. Avalim adam mizahis atzmai im ha neshama. I bet if a person... If a person lives his life in that place of the neshama, or the neshama is the balabas, if I have a goof, I have my body, and you know what, the neshama insists that the body be treated properly. Remember now, now the body is a soicha. Now the body is paying the meishchirus. So the, but the neshama is the balabas in this person's life. The neshama is the balabas. So the neshama, the neshama is, is kaveya. The neshama is the one who decides. How much to eat, when to eat. The neshama is the one that's How much to daven, when to daven, what to think about when davening. 
the Nishomas Kaveya, when I walk in the street, where do I go? How do I hold my head? Where do I look? When do I put my head down? The Nishomas is the Balabas, and the Guf is a Saicha. The Guf has their heritage with the Nishama. But the Nishama, this person's Mazah himself, his entire Mitzis is Nishama. That's what Tzadik's Mitzis is Nishama. And the Nishama of the Tzadik is the Balabas, and the Nishama is Kaveya, all the Zmanim, all the times and all the places of what the goof and how the goof is going to live, but the Nisham is the Nisham is in charge of how do I spend my time and the goof obeys the Nishama. The Nisham is the Balabas. If a person spends his life and he identifies and says, who am I? Be'etzim, I'm a Nishama. That's why I'm I'm a Nishama Malubish Baguf. But I'm a Nishama. Harishakana Mokim Shalai. I don't have to, I don't have to leave. The Nisham is the Balabas. The Nisham this is my place. Madu Shul Yaila. Chuabailam. I don't have to go anywhere. Why should anybody send me away? I'm the Balabas over here. This is my place. I don't have to leave. Chuabailam. The Mekrehat Taiv. Machlifim Begodim. Can I understand that there's a change of clothing like we learned last Shabbos? That there's a change like Rebbe Nachman before he died laughing when everybody was crying and he, and he was when he was coughing blood and he was almost a, a guy says so everybody was crying. Rebbe Nachman said that uh, for me it's changing a coat. That's all. Just death means changing a coat. So there's a change of a levush, but as far as the nisham is concerned. A change of a change of goof, a change of clothing, or something, a different levush. But the neshama betzim doesn't have to go anywhere. And this is how the mechaber explains. This is the difference between what's it, what's it going to be like by tchias emesim. How different is it going to be when the neshama is reunited with the with the goof by Tchiasamesim and have the Nishamas with the goof right now while we're alive. What's the difference? The difference is in the future. At the end of time the the game will be over. At that time, the neshama will ha- the neshama will be for sure. The neshama will be the balabas over the goof, and no nobody nobody will ever ever forget that. And there won't be there won't be any chalil any exchange of the neshama and the goof like in Rabbi Nachman's story of the of the exchanged children that we're going to talk a lot about Mitzvah a lot the exchanged children. The Ben Melech, the Ben Ashivcha, that got mixed up, that there was somebody that played a trick in the palace that switched, that switched, that the, the, the Shivcha, the, the, the maid who worked in the palace, had a baby boy the same time that the, that the queen had a baby boy. And, the, and, and there was somebody that, was, that thought it would be interesting to see what would it be like if they switched the two. That's the story of our lives. But when it comes, but when it comes to Tchiesa Mason, then everything is set straight. And the Ben Melech is the Ben Melech, and the Ben Shivcha is the Ben Shivcha. The body is the Ben Shivcha, and the Nisham is the Bas Melech. And there's not going to be any confusion anymore. 
And at that time, when the at that time when the neshama will return to the guf at chiyas amesim, then the neshama taks the guf. He taks in ziu. He shall neshama muldeshes the guf. It'll be one million percent clear that who am I? I'm a neshama. Who am I? I'm davening. I'm tefillin. I'm tzitzis. I'm mice. I'm chsodim. I'm mice. I'm toivim. I'm shabbos. I'm yontiv. I'm a yid. That's who I am. Muldeshes the guf. I wear a body. I wear a body like the rest of the nations of the world. I wear a body. But who am I? A neshama. The Gamla also love it. There'll also be changing of garments. There'll also be different levushim by Tchis HaMesim. Again, without going into the protum of Mesim, will they die and come back out again? That's not important for now. Aval HaMitziyas, Shehimitziyas HaNeshama. Himitziyas Muchlekes. What's going to be by Tchis HaMesim? Is that that mitzias of the neshama is a mitzias muchletis, absolute, clear, no questions. Kayemis, forever. The neshama is the balabas. Here, and then it's shikhlas dalik. A balabas doesn't go away. Therefore, chesamesim can continue, can go on. The, the neshama doesn't have to leave, because in that world, the neshama is the balabas. Where's the neshama? The begodim, the guf, can go through certain changes. That's not important. That's the changing, like Rabbi Nachman said. But the neshama is the balabas. The neshama doesn't have to go anywhere. The neshama is the ba'al abbas. He and any tzichel estat doesn't have to go anywhere. Hamatzav ha'achshavi. Hamatzav ha'achshavi shil ha'olam. Humavis fiziki pshutai. The matzav that we're in right now, and as the Goyen described it, the matzav that we're in now is mavis fiziki Again, it's not as if we're dead. It's mavis fiziki pshutai. We're dead. We're dead. But we're dead, but we're still, we still could change that. We're still alive. We're dead, but we could change that. We could bring the living back to life. We could be like the Beis Yaakov, who said, till my last breath, we're still alive, Baruch Hashem. We're still alive. Remember the Navi Yecheskel? The Navi Yecheskel by the Chazani that Samas Ayyavashis. But the Navi, the Navi was in the valley of Dur with the bones and who those bones. The Gemara talks about who they were, what they were. But there wasn't anything left of them. There wasn't any flesh. That the question was, Could it ever be? Could it ever be? Could it be that they'll come back to life? A person who's honest and looks at himself and understands what we're learning right now, that the matzav ha'achshar v'shulah o'elam humavis fizik apshutah. That the matzav it was, is a marvelous physical pshuta. Achaim sheyesh lanu, hamafilu lo echad chelkei alof is haachuz shalachis hatmuna b'neshama. The life that we're living now, that you and I, that we're living now, is not even one tiny, tiny, itsy bitsy fraction of who we are, of what the neshama is. All we're living is with a kust of the chiyusa that's in the bones of a dead person. That's still something that's called a trace of life. But who we are, each and every one of us can be Mechaya Mason. Each and every Jew has the ability to bring dead back to life, Mamish. Each and every one of us has the ability to build words and to destroy worlds with every word, with every thought, with every action. We're not even using, a tzaddik, of course, activates more of the chiz. But the matzav that we're in now is not even it's not even one of a fraction of a percentage of chiz, the chiz that's in the neshama. 
It's a spark of a spark of something. That's what we're living right now. That means even even with the shockling, with the eyes closed, with the Rebbein Thomas film, with the banging your head on, uh, by Barry Shimon's scene or by the Kaisel, with all of that, it's with all of that, it's a it's an itzayt shall itzayt. It's a spark of a spark. Zemash and nisha hayoyim. This is what's left. This is what we have today. Hatechiyan hatzomas ha'ela. B'chdeish le'nomis le'gamrei. In order that we not chasrusholon die completely. In order that we hold on to the trace of life in us, and not only that, but to try to revive ourselves and to do whatever we can to bring the living back to life. It's not, it's not just a question of, it's not a question of uh, a, a, some sort of a, a, a new mitzvah to do, a new chumrah, a different mesechte, a different chavrusa. Uh, all of that's very nice. And it's all in the bigger picture of what really has to take place. It's not, it's not just a question of this prat or that prat. That's why... All of all of the wonderful Jews who are screaming and yelling about the Pratim, about this Prat or that Prat, even though everything they're saying is true, that every Prat is important, and from that perspective, especially of being that we understand how every Prat is part of the Binyan. But if you're screaming and yelling about Pratim in the life of someone in a, 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 who's not alive, in other words, Mela, if you go over to a living person, and you put your arm around his shoulder and you say, you know, you look a little bit pale. I think you could use some fresh air. Why don't you go, you know, why don't you go to the mountains a little bit? What, what are you eating? You know, you could use, uh, you could use some, uh, I don't know, granola bars or something. You got to do something. You got to, you know, you could use a lift. You go over to a Lebedeca mansion and you say, you could, use, you could use a lift. So the guy asks you, what do you think? So if you're a doctor, if you have a doctor, you could tell him, oh, 20, 30 different protein in his life. This exercise is a protein that you have to work on these protein. You'll feel better. And if you work on all these protein, then it's, that's if the guy's love to get. Now, what kind of a person will go next to a mace? <clears throat> Imagine there's a mace. And for whatever reason, that he's not lying down. That's, he's standing up the mace. So you put your arm around this mace and you say, you know, you've been looking a little bit pale lately. You're looking a little bit pale. You're not yourself. I, you know, I haven't seen you smile. I haven't seen you don't. You're not acting yourself. I have a couple of things I'd like you to work on. I think you should start jogging. And the Mesa's didn't work. I think you start jogging. You need a new chavrusa. Let's face it. You need a new chavrusa. Maybe you should even consider a new life. Maybe, you know, uh, you're, you're eating too much uh, cholesterol. It's not good for you. You're still smoking. It's bad for you. Anybody that does that is a Veltzmashigah. He's standing there, and someone will come over to him and take him away to a hospital that you're standing with your arm around the mace, and you're talking to him about what? About smoking, about exercise. He's a mace. Sometimes I feel that way. That, so you have screaming and yelling about, about this prat, about this prat, and it's, you know what? It's true. The prat are part of the binyan. But if you're not talking to a living person, that's what the Rebbe writes about in Savazir's, and that's what he was describing Later on in one of his drushes in Eish Kaidish when he spoke about the Matzah, he says about mitzvahs, he says you have to talk, someone has to be alive to be mechazik them in, in, in Avayda, in Yerushalayim, you have to have a living person. But if a person's walking around like a mace, and his life has no meaning, and he's totally detached, what does it mean a mace? There's no, the, 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 the shaman, the guf, it's not, 
So then for that person, for that person, so what are you giving a million speeches about this prat and about that prat? And you know what? If the problem in your life is that disposable aluminum pans, you, you have to tie And if once you'll tie the, you, if you don't, you, you don't put them into the mix for your disposable aluminum pans, well, then how do, you expect to be a, how do you expect to be a happy Jew if you didn't put your aluminum pan into the mikvah? I'm not making fun of the shayla and halach, and it's an important shayla. It's an interesting shayla. And, and it has to be addressed. But if, you, if you're deluding yourself and other Jews to think that that's the bigger question of whether or not this is a Jew or not a Jew, if you're talking about aluminum pans to a guy that's not alive, He's not alive. And while, you, and while you're talking about aluminum pans, look in his eyes. He's not alive. First of all, you have to bring him back to life. He has to be a, a lebedicker. Right now he's tight. He's dead. He's dead. What's the tachlis? A tachlis, another line of Rashi, another place. It's all gewaldic. It's all gewaldic. When you, but if a person is not alive, it's a whole different life we have to build for ourselves. It's not just this part or that part. We we'll do all the part, and we'll try to fix every part. But it's not a matter of more exercise. It's not a matter of. It's not just a question of less class or more exercise. Don't smoke. Do this. Don't do that. The guy's mom is terminally ill. He's a geisus. You got to bring him back to life, Kaidim. Then we'll talk to the guy about his drinking, about his smoking, about his uh, this and that. He's a guy, says. He needs a new mivna. He needs a... It has to be a different life. He's not alive. We have to look at ourselves no longer as a goof. A goof is dead. A goof is dead, even though it's officially orthodox. But it's an, it's an orthodox goof. He's dead. We have to see ourselves in a different way. We have to look at ourselves as an neshama, which is nubeshes baguf. In order to understand the toichen of this way of seeing ourselves, let's look at another marshal on page pay. When when our Zaydis and Babi stood, and when we actually stood at our Sinai, Nikva Mihem Yehudim Ba'elam and Mihem Goyim. Fine. A very important separation was made. The Ba'elam divided into the world, the world. These are Jews. These are Makabal the Torah. These are Yidin. And the rest of the world are Goyim. Abu Bezer, Le'nechtam Ha'parsha. But the truth is, but that's not the end of the parasha, as everybody knows. Shebiyad kol goy, kimat kol goy, we're not going to Amen, Mayev, and so on. But almost every goy in the world, if he wants to, it's possible. L'shanay says, Azihu yishaloi, ni goy lihudi, ayideshi is gaya. If he, can move up, he called the negeris. If a person, if a non-Jew, if a goy, decides that he wants Be'emes to be a yid, so he could do it. He could do it. He goes. He goes to classes and he learns and he spends time with Yidden and eventually there'll be a Geris with all the halachas of Geris. There'll be a Mila. There'll be a Tvila. Be a Geris. Imur writes to his Gaya. V'umal v'tayvel makabel of the kaim is kolat terkulah kechol hilchisah. 
he goes to, he, he goes to, uh, he gets a bris, and he goes to mikveh, and he's makabal all the mitzvahs, mishpatev, they do all the, all the details of all the mitzvahs. Haisha bezem, mishanahu, is as zihu yaatz mishalei migoyli yehudi. That's the most amazing thing in the world. If anybody has ever been present, had the schus to be part of a bezem, to see a geirus, is the most unbelievably inspiring thing in the world. This person, when he was standing there, he walked and he was a guy. He goes into the water, he comes up, and he's a yid. He's a yid. It's the most unbelievable nace on earth that there could be such a transformation. There's not a tikkun. There's not, he's, he's, uh, he's a guy, but he's a guy that puts on film. Or Be'etzim, he's a guy, but he's a guy. He's a guy that, uh, that knows how now to crash a certain way. And he knows how to, uh, he knows how to, you know, uh, uh, he knows how to sing, uh, or something. It's not, it's not that he's a guy plus. That's not what it is. It's a transformation of the entire person. He's not a, a, a higher level of a guy, a higher level, a different type of a guy, a guy with mitzvahs. It's not a guy with mitzvahs. It's a different, entirely different human being. When he, before he went down to the water, he was a guy. And now when he comes out from the mikveh, he's a yid. There's no bigger thing, there's no bigger mizvah and There's the only person who learns the sugi of what a Jew is. If we don't understand, if we're not blown away by, by the reality of Gairus, it's only that we don't know what a Jew is. We don't understand what's a yid. And what's the difference between a Jew and a guy? What does he mean? Like we learned yesterday, the Tzadik here was explaining. The Atem is not going on the Nisham, it's going on the Nisham B'Seh HaGuv. The Atem of a Jew. In this world who we are. Not in some higher world. In this world. There's no bigger Kotze to Kotze from one end of the universe to the other end of the universe. When he went into, before he went into the water, he was on one end of the universe. He comes up from the mikveh, he's on the other end of the universe. He can't even say the universe. It's a different universe. It's not the same universe. It's an absolute change of, of, of identity. When we think about this Moshe, we learn this Moshe, we realize that the Nimshal is no different, it's not less than this at all. It's not just a question of being, of being a Yid that puts on film, or has a new Chavrusa, or has a new wife, or has new children, has a new house, and a new neighborhood. The whole problem in my life is because if, I, if I'm not living in, in Eretz itself. If I live in Eretz itself, then I'd be a Yid. In other words, I have to add on something to who I am, and then I'll be a Yid. Being a Yid means in the Shama. Beings in the Shom that's Mubashas Baguf. Even Yushalayim is a Lavush. Hisnari, Meofa Kumi. Live she, big day, Sifartech Ami. Yushalayim is a Lavush. All the misses are Lavushim. Everything's a Lavush. Over the etzim of a person is Neshama. If a Yid is in the, lives with his Neshama, <coughs> a Yid lives with his Neshama. That's a change that on Tzrichim Lavashin is a Husmamashi to change, to transform ourselves. To no longer be a goof that puts on tefillin, a goof that lives in Yerushalayim, a goof that puts a bezuz on the wall, on the door, a goof, but to, uh, that's a balabas, but in the shama, that's what it means to be a yid. 
Like a guy that goes through a conversion, the whole gayness, with a total transformation. It's not an improvement or a change. It's a total transformation. That's what we have to go through. That's what it means to bring the living back to life. To change our entire way of looking at ourselves. Instead of identifying with the Olam HaChaymer, What's the Olam HaChaymer? The Olam HaChaymer is, is the guy. The Olam HaChaymer is Edoim. The Olam HaChaymer is Esav. Not Esav, we know that in the end, Esav got this world. Esav got the Guth. Esav is talking about Labos over the Guth. And when Jews thought that the Balabatim over the, over the physical world, it doesn't work out for us. The Nisham was the Balabatim, not the Guth. Esav was given until the end. Esav was given the Guth. When you identify with the Guth, that means you're identifying with Edom with Esav. The fact that you have a yarmulke on top of your Guth doesn't make it different. That's who you are, Be'etzim. Shoi Lama Shul Edom. Esav, not to Esav Le'yakov. Lezihui, to change your life, to transform your life, that your zihu, that you now identify him, Oilam Ruchni, with the Nisham, the Nisham is the Balabaz. That's Tchiesa Mason. Zel me'ein ha-ta'alich shal ger, shemeshan is a zihu shaloi mi-goy li-yudu. That's me'ein the ta'alich. It's similar to Rizem, the closest moshul we have in this world, the closest moshul, but it's even more, the biggest moshul we have is a conversion, a geus of a, of a goy into a yid. Of a yid into a yid. <clears throat> to convert from a person who is living chayi haguf, which is a bechina, which is Esau, which is Edom, which is Amalek, to convert into being a neshama, which is mubashas haguf. Everybody who's been here in the shul over the years knows what the, what the Rebbe, the Eishkaidis, Chusya Galeno said, what he wrote in, in the diary that we were referring to before, earlier at the beginning of the Shia the heart-wrenching thing that we found in his Ksavim by his 40th birthday, when he became 40. Let me, it takes, it takes another, another, it takes a minute. Let me just, let's go over this. I'll read it again in English. Thank God, Bo Hashem, the Rabbi writes, I'm already in my 40th year of life, and in a few months it will be my 40th birthday. After that begins the decline of life, the beginnings of my old age. I remember when I first read this, I thought, wow, Bo Hashem, it's a long way off 40. It's, it is a long way, but it's now the, it's behind a long way. And the Rebbe writes, I'm afraid, very afraid. Not so much from the inevitable passing of my life, not afraid of dying. But from the spiritual poverty of my years do I shudder. I'm afraid of not being alive during the years that I have. They are gone and past empty and void, wasted on childish games. What will be with you, mortal creature, I tell myself? Your prime of life is gone, and now when you've reached your decline, when the inevitable process of dying has begun, only now you remember your Creator? And even now, the Rebbe says, can I be sure of myself? How many periods of inspiration and improvement have I already had in my life? And what always happened to them? They passed like snow on a summer's day. This happened at previous transitions of life, before my bar mitzvah, before my wedding. I experienced then such a deep inspiration and felt so firm in my convictions. I said to myself that from then on I was certain to be God's faithful servant. And who knows if even now, once I become accustomed to being past 40, that the past will not happen again. All the inspiration and aspiration will melt and disappear. 
and there was no trace left from my earlier inspirations. What would be left of this one? But I dare not despair. My heart pounds for my impending 40th birthday. My entire body shakes for my oncoming, declining years. Still, I will try to muster all my strength to commit myself and my life to God. Perhaps, perhaps something will remain. But to what shall I commit myself? To learn more? I think that as far as possible I don't waste any time. To abstain from physical pleasures? If my own desires are not fooling me, thank God, I'm not so attached to them. Imagine. So what am I missing? So what am I missing? Simply to be a Jew. I see myself as a self-portrait that shows all colors and features real to life. Just one thing is missing, the soul. God, master of the world, who sees my innermost secrets, before you I confess, you I beseech. I feel so cast aside and distanced from you and from your holy presence. Help me. I want to become a simple Jew. God, save me from wasting the rest of my years, chasing the illusions of life. Draw me closer and bring me into your innermost presence. Bind me to you forever and ever in wealth of spirit and soul. That's what it means to bring a person's life back to life. That was, that was the Rebbe was begging for and davening for. Of course, he didn't know that he had so few years left. And we, we believe a million percent. And we see the way that he left the world. Wow. The Eish Kodesh. He left the world in Eish Kodesh. He's an Eish Lahava. And even though we say, how could you possibly have meant what you wrote? How could you have meant these things? But he certainly did. He he, he wasn't like what he thought. But but when we read these things, <clears throat> when we read these things, it has to ignite within us that Rotson and that feel and that Trim that we should be Zeicha. Not just for Trias and Eis, but for Trias and Chai and the Seicha, that we should be Zeicha the taste of the life of the tzaddikim and to live in that way of the neshama that we should be zeichet as Hashem while we're alive to see Tchiyas HaMesim and at the same time as Hashem to be zeichet to see the Tchiyas HaMesim that will be with Mashiach Sekein of Gula Hashem Amen, 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 Amen.